Good afternoon and welcome to the Keswick Ripple Podcast. My name is Jim Lang. I'm the Director of Guest Services here at America's Keswick. And each week we want to bring you a testimony that we hope encourages your heart and life. One of the most dynamic parts about our ministry is that when a man or woman comes to one of our programs, their life is radically changed by the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then they're sent out to their families, their churches, their communities, and God uses them in, in mighty ways. I'm real excited about today's testimony. Uh, it's a gentleman by the name of Isaiah. And um, what really I wanted to highlight through his testimony is that change is not an event. Change is a process. And, and I think as you, as you hear Isaiah talk, as you, as you hear him tell his story, um, you can see that, that we, we sometimes want change just to be instantaneous and, and overnight, but change is really a process. And we can see how God works uh, in that way. And so, Isaiah, welcome. We're so glad that you're, that you're here with us today. And, and uh, this is not your, your first time in the colony. You were, you were here twice. And so when, when was your first time coming through the colony? I was here um, last year. Okay. About the same time last year. And so why don't you kind of take us back. What was life like before uh, the first time you came to the colony? Uh, yeah. So uh, before I came in the first time, I had spent a few years um, just trying to get clean uh, in the rooms of AA and, and NA that had uh, that pursuit had brought me through like a circuit of different detox centers and uh, rehabs, uh, inpatient. I did outpa- I tried outpatient. Um, yeah, I, I, I tried it. I, I think I just about tried it all before I came here and uh didn't really have anything to show for it. I could barely piece together like three months clean uh, at a time. And so, you know, coming in, that was, that's just sort of the background that I had coming in. And uh, it was pretty hope, pretty hopeless, but um, yeah. And so how did you, how did you find out about the Colony Mercy? Yeah. So uh, I was in Florida, um, and then I had to come back north, and I ended up at a detox center in uh, Pennsylvania. And there's a support group there, and my mother was going to that support group. Um, she had been dragged through the mud the whole addiction, throughout my whole addiction. And so she needed help just as much as I did at this point. And there was another mother in that group, and she learned about the colony directly from her. And then she told me, and... Here I am. Yeah. And so what was your, the first time you came through, what was your mindset? What was the status of your heart during that, that, those few months you were here? It's like cold, uh, hard, dead. I, um, yeah, I, I wasn't really open-minded. I, um, I didn't, I didn't want what I, what I, per- I perceived that you guys were selling something and I, I didn't want any part of it uh, the first time around. It, it took me a while to actually start to uh, hear everybody. Sure. And so you didn't graduate your, your first time here. Uh, what, ha- what happened there? So, yeah, so um, yeah, about three months into the program, I was given a chance to go on my, my covenant visit to... Uh, sort of set things up. Our graduation was just around the corner. And so during that weekend uh, back home, uh, I had started getting high and I just proceeded to 
carry what I had begun uh, back to the colony with me and um, thought I could keep it hidden. And yeah, all, all that came out and that led to me uh, being asked to leave early. And how did God lead you back here for the second time? Uh, he, he gave me, or he, he allowed me to, I was, I was given a chance basically to, to go, f to go for what I thought uh, I needed. You know, I, um, I went out West uh, to California. I, I went back to school, um, you know, new job, all that, all that sort of stuff. Um, and I, I just, I just felt worse than than before, you know. I actually was in a in a worse place. I things were just more unmanageable, um, just more chaotic. I was I was just in a worse spot than ever, and that sort of um, in that place, I was able to um, to really see um, my need in its fullness. So. And what's awesome is that God never wastes any sort of experiences. And so uh, how did God use your first experience here at the colony to prepare you for uh, the second go around? Uh, well, the first time I really just wanted to be left alone. I wasn't very receptive. I wanted to skate through undetected, under the radar. And I think I did a pretty good job of that. I mean, of course, everything blew up at the end, but... Uh, before that, I, I think that um, I think my plan was going, um, everything was going according to plan. Uh, and so coming back this time, it was very clear to me from the beginning that uh, other people were going to be very involved in um, my time here and uh, that I wasn't going to be able to hide. I was I. I was going to be exposed. I was going to be uncomfortable. Uh, there was, um, I had these um, these overlapping circles of, of accountability. You know, I, I had a three man room instead of a two man room. My my work department was different. Um, it was every everything was different, and uh, I think the biggest difference was that other people were uh, were a part of this, like all the way through this time. I wasn't trying to Lone Ranger it. Yeah. So. And what was really neat is that uh, I noticed right away when, when Isaiah came back, just the, the different attitude you had uh, towards the program and toward what God wanted to do do with you through the, through the program. And so um, you've been here a little over three months now uh, on your second time. What has God really been showing you and teaching you during, those, the, during that time? Uh, God's really been showing me um, <laughs> just... Just my own neediness, uh, really, and you know my need for him in my life, uh, my need for other people to to be a part of this with me. Um, a lot of my weaknesses have been exposed um, just day by day. It's 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 been really uncomfortable, but um, through all through all of this, I think I have a much more adequate view of of myself and. Um, and just how needy I, I truly am. I really wasn't able to even admit that and definitely not embrace that uh, last year this time. What's really encouraging is that uh, each week when we put these testimonies out, we get a lot of views. People are watching these, these podcasts. And so 
there's probably someone watching right now who is struggling in, in addiction, struggling with drugs or alcohol. If you had to say one thing to them right now, what would you say to them? I tell you, it's not about self-help um, or building a better, stronger uh, version of, of yourself. Um, I tried that. Um, I really thought the answer was somewhere deep inside me. I just hadn't dug it out or uncovered it yet. Um, and, you know, I'm just glad that I stopped, you know, digging um, from that point and just have shifted to a place where um, I'm just able to see that I don't, I just don't have it. I, I wasn't designed to to have it. I don't, I don't have to to be this this mountain. Um, I don't know. That's that's just what I would want you to know. You don't you don't have to. You don't have to be so strong. Awesome. So, Isaiah, we're just thankful for sharing a little bit of your story. We want to encourage you, if you've enjoyed this testimony, to go ahead and and share it, like it on on Facebook and and on YouTube. And uh, we want to invite you on on Saturday to join us for our virtual family freedom walk at 11 a.m. And thank you, and we'll see you next time.